Hey guys, and welcome back to the Bloom Wildly Live Simply podcast. My name is Morgan Bartell, and I'm so glad that you're here. Okay, first things first, I know I have not been the best at keeping up on weekly podcasts. We have been insane with our family schedule. We just got back from a quick trip to Oklahoma where my husband was in a tournament for bowling. Um, for those that don't know, and I'm sure those of you that have heard me say this many times are probably like, okay, we get it. My husband is a professional bowler with the PBA. And so we are gone at least once or twice a month traveling for his tournaments and things like that. And it's just a lot. And then my workload has been crazy. So that's the joy of creating on the internet is I can hit pause as I need to, but I have missed being with you guys. And so I wanted to jump right in to this week's topic, and that is the power of female friendships. Y'all may hear baby coos from the other room and all sorts of noise in the background. Stay at home, mom life. I mean, there's just going to be noises. So just enjoy the baby coos and pretend you're in my living room and we're just having a fun chat today. I want to first preface this by saying I am not your typical girl's girl. I did not grow up with a plethora of female friendships. But what I do look back and see are a handful, a handful of truly amazing, remarkable women and girls that have impacted my life, that poured into my life, that are still a part of my life. There are so many wonderful, beautiful layers and expressions of friendship. And I thank the Lord that he has given us each of those. I didn't really know how to be a good friend to other women in my life. I grew up kind of being that guy's girl. I always had guy friends and then I would have like one or two female friendships. And so when I look back, especially into um, those high school years, those more formative years, I had some amazing friendships. But I had a friend in high school who I was in a season of being extremely isolated. I I was cheerleading and all that stuff, but it, behind the scenes, my family was falling apart. My parents were going through a divorce. I was very much in one of those bookworm kind of kids. I preferred to just go home, sit alone, dance in my backyard by myself and practice for cheerleading and dance, or be inside reading a book. That was my jam. And so as you can imagine, by doing that, you're not really connecting in a lot of other ways. And so I had this one friend throughout my high school time that really pulled me out of that bubble that really included me and grafted me into her other friend groups. She was very much so a bridge for me in, able, in being able to really cultivate um, other connections. And it's amazing how no matter what season of life that we're in, the Lord provides the proper relationships and friendships to help us in that current season. We have what I call a lifer, those that we are friends with for life. Once we connect, we are connected. We are completely ingrained and just the Lord brings us together for a purpose to do life together with our lifers. Then we have those that are our, our seasonal friends. Our seasonal friends are those ones that we might be closer to 
whenever we are in college and have some more shared life experience that we are going through together. They're the ones that we walk that specific season out with hand in hand. Now that relationship might not turn into a life or relationship, but it doesn't make it any less precious. It just makes it different. And then we have those other relationships. Those are the, those acquaintances, those people that we interact with here and there, but they might not be a deep connection that we have. And it's not to say that they won't become that. And it's not to say we need to keep them secluded over into this acquaintance box because our lifer box is already full. No, what that means is those acquaintances are, are a budding friendship. We don't know what the Lord's purposes are for those. But I think to those moments of shifting into a new church when we moved, we had moved into a new church. I had already kind of plugged into a mom group. I thought that was where my little realm of friendship was going to stay. You know, we are in shared seasons of life together. We have small, we have littles at home, married, whatever you might look at. I thought that was where I was going to find my best friendships. So when we shifted into our, into this new church, one of my, my, best friendships, my deepest friendships came from what I initially thought was just an acquaintance that grew into a lifer. And it's one of those, had I sat there and been like, no, like this is just going to be an acquaintance of someone that I see in the prayer ministry or that I talk to occasionally. Had I put that person in that box, I can't imagine the beauty and the richness that of, of life that I would have missed out on. And so I want to encourage you guys to view friendships in different ways, but to also not put them in a box because the Lord has something so beautiful with each of our female friendships. In preparing for this week's podcast, I just did a simple Google search to see if there were any statistics or fun articles about biblical female friendships. And I found one on Crosswalk, and this one is back from 2022. Um, written by Donna Jones, I believe. And there was a statistic in there that she opened up this article with that is staggering. And it absolutely kind of broke my heart. It said one third of women are more afraid of loneliness than of receiving a cancer diagnosis. One third are more afraid of loneliness. And that is something I think we have all dealt with. The thing is the Lord has designed us in a way for connection, for fellowship, for relationship, to lean on one another, to celebrate each other, to, to, to just champion one another whenever we feel weak. And then we get the blessing and the gift of being able to return that and to be that for someone else in whatever seasons they might be going through. I thought this article was pretty fascinating. It was five reasons we need female friendships. And I'm not going to read the entire thing. I will link it in the show notes. It's a fantastic read. I enjoyed it. But number one was to make us better than we would be alone. And it references, of course, Proverbs 27, 17 as iron sharpens iron. So one person sharpens another. And I do believe that that's a, a truly remarkable scripture and so so relevant to every relationship that goes into that life or category, especially because one of my dearest friends, and I will call her out. What's up, Lauren? Love you. She is the iron to my iron. She calls me deeper. She calls me higher. She calls me out when I don't want to be called out. She holds me accountable to the ways of the Lord. She holds me accountable to the words that I have spoken. She sharpens me to become a better woman of God in every single way. And sometimes that hurts. 
but that is true friendship. But she never does anything without the Lord in it. And I think that is something so remarkably beautiful and it's inspiring to me. But I thought that was pretty amazing to make us better than we would be alone because alone we can only do so much. When we lock arms with other women, we become a stronger unit in the creation that God made us to all be. Number two, to help us when times get tough. That is another reason why we need female friendships. When we went through our horrible debacle with being falsely accused during our foster care journey, thank God the Lord intervened and truth prevailed and we our names were cleared. But during that time of investigation and just the picking and prodding and being made to feel like our worlds were falling apart and all the threats that were coming to us. I had my friends that I really knew I could trust and lean on. But can I tell you this? That was also a season where I really learned who those friends were and who they were not. There were people that I assumed would be there when the times got tough. But when that, app, when that moment actually presented itself, those friends were nowhere to be seen. I couldn't as much as get a text message from them. And that's one of those things I had put expectations on that relationship and not not verbalized that expectation. I say all this to say, there are those specific friendships that the Lord does give us that when times get tough, it's not an option. They don't even view it as, as a moment of sacrifice. They view it as this is what the Lord has called me to do. I am your friend. I am here. I am not leaving until we see the victory coming through. And the thing is, I had, I can say probably two or three of those friends that through our issues with foster care, when my mother passed, when we were walking out a tumultuous season and also sprinkling in the journey of private adoption, those friends that were there, I didn't even have to call. I didn't even have to text. They just showed up because they knew that my arms were getting weak. They knew that I could not keep holding the staff up. They came and they held and braced my arms for that season through that season to help welcome in the coming season. That is friendship. That is friendship. That is true, deep relationship. And that is something I long to be for those friends. And that's something I long to be for whoever the Lord might bring into my life. And that is something so humbling to me because I realized through that season, I, I was actually disappointed in those that I had placed expectations on for not being there for me. But as I was trying to heal from that, as I was trying to release the bitterness that had tried to, to fester in that moment, the Lord called me out and said, but have you been there for them when their seasons were tough? And I honestly thought I had been. I had not. There were so many instances that I can look back on where I can see that I dropped the ball as a friend to those around me when I could see that they were having a difficult season. When I had that, that unction in my spirit to text them and say, hey, I was thinking about you just now and the Lord said this, this is what the Lord wanted me to encourage you with today, or I love you, I just want you to know that I'm thinking about you. How hard is it for me to pick up the phone? We're already on them most of the time. But I had to come to terms with the fact that this is an area I had dropped the ball in my friendships, but that this was also an area of opportunity to grow in the type of friend that I can be to those around me. The third reason that this article from Crosswalk lists as reasons we need female friendships is to listen to the details of our lives. It says in this article that some topics of conversation can only fully be understood by another woman. I do believe that there are conversations surrounding motherhood and womanhood specifically in terms of 
hormones and changes that might be happening to our bodies that my husband, I could not speak with with him and have that connection necessarily that I have with my best friend when I talk about the struggles of motherhood or what, um, whatever, whatever conversation that might be specific to our feminine God-given nature. So I do agree with that one. To listen to the details of our lives is a blessing of female friendships. Number four in this article was to hold us accountable. And I do, I do agree with this. There have been seasons where I say, oh, I want to do this. Oh, I want to do right by God with this. I want to lay down this bad habit, what have you. And my best friend will call me out. She will call me out with love and grace, but she will be firm and she will provide scriptures to back it. She will pray me through those seasons. My spiritual mother does the same. We need those relationships in our lives to hold us accountable because if not, all we're doing is living with this, this bubble that is constantly feeding us the lie that everything's okay. We're good as we are. And you know what? There's beauty in growth. There is beauty in growth. And sometimes growth hurts. Sometimes growth just stinks. It is hard spiritually. It is hard emotionally. It is hard physically. But when we have a good godly female friendship that holds us accountable, they call us higher. They call us into our God-given purpose and our God-given destiny. And number five on this article for reasons we need female friendships is to make life more fun. And I will say, absolutely, I have had more fun with some of my female friendships than I ever thought I could. Female friendships in a God-given manner are so fruitful, y'all. They are so fruitful. And there's so much fun. And there are different types of friends that we need in our lives. And that'll be another podcast for another day. But we need friends that are in different seasons of life than us. We need that because we need the one that has gone before us, the one that is coming up after us, and the one that is walking it out with us. We need those. Those are a good thing. Before we move on, I wanted to share some of my favorite scriptures on friendship. Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. I've heard this scripture used several times in terms of marriage. This is one I believe that the Lord has given us to our, for our lifers as well. I believe that there are those friendships that the Lord has destined for us that are almost one step or two steps away from the covenant spousal relationship of marriage. And I, I can say I have one or two of those where I am, I know that they were God ordained and God given. <clears throat> and there have been many seasons where I have been able to partner in what I am doing or what they are doing and see the return for that labor grow and multiply because there was more than one hand at play. I have been able to see them extend an arm and help me up whenever I needed it. And I have been able to extend my arm to them as well. Two people are so much better than one because isolation was never God's design. Yes, God first made Adam, but did he leave Adam to be alone? No, he created a helpmate. Think back to several biblical accounts. You have Ruth and Naomi, you have Jonathan and David, you have Moses and Aaron. You have so many friendships throughout the scriptures that you can look back on. For example, of the power of this scripture specifically, that two are better than one. So don't isolate, allow the Lord to bring you into relationships with people and allow yourself to be vulnerable enough to go deeper into those friendships and into those relationships. 
Another scripture I wanted to touch on was Proverbs 27, 6. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but deceitful are the kisses of an enemy. Like I said earlier in this podcast, my best friend has no problem calling me out because I have also told her, I give you the freedom to speak into my life as the Lord leads you. And that's something you have to do. You have to almost define the relationship of your friendships. Like, do you allow that person to speak into your life? Are you going to take what they say and actually sit with God on it? My best friend can speak words to me that might hurt in the moment, but I know the Lord is using to grow me. And those words are not always easy for her to deliver because I know I've had to do the same for her and for others throughout my life. And those moments are not easy to speak out and speak against something that they might be doing against an action that they might be holding on to. But it is the faithfulness of God to meet us in that moment, to deepen that relationship, even through that growth. And then Proverbs 17, 17, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity. We will all experience adversity. There is that quote that we are either about to walk into a time of adversity, we are coming out of a time of, of adversity, or we are currently in a time of adversity. It's not that we will or won't go through this. It's that it is a matter of when. But the Lord has provided us the gift of friendship to walk us through those times so that we're not doing it so that we are not doing it alone. We don't have to do things alone. And then Proverbs 18:24, a man of too many friends comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. I say this because I once thought to be a good friend or be considered a successful woman, and I don't know why I gathered this. I thought I needed to be one of those girls who on my wedding day had 15 to 16 bridesmaids standing next to me. And I'll be honest, I struggled to pick four or five, but I am thankful that the Lord has given me deep lasting relationships. And to those who do have deep lasting relationships with 15 to 16 plus girlfriends, that is awesome and power to you. But I do think that sometimes we get caught up in the number of deep or close quote unquote friends that we have instead of actually asking the Lord what the purpose or intention of those friendships is. So I will leave it at that. Let that sink in or take that to the Lord as you will. But there are so many things that we have opportunity wise in our female friendships to do for one another. One of the things that I love most though, is that we get the chance to champion and celebrate one another. We don't have to be in a spirit of competition of why is she getting something and why am I not? We get the chance to celebrate and rejoice in whatever the Lord is giving to the friends around us. And we need to be better about that because that comes from a place of insecurity whenever we sit there and hold on more so to a place of comparison than being able to champion and celebrate. So if you find yourself in a season where you are struggling to celebrate your friends who might be getting what you thought you needed or was destined for you, sit with the Lord, ask him why that is kind of festering because that doesn't have to be there. And we get the opportunity every single day to be a better friend than we were yesterday. And sometimes that might look like showing up and being there. Might not look like even having any words to say. You might have a friend that's going through a traumatic life altering experience. And sometimes there is a, the ministry of presence. When we were in Oklahoma city this last weekend, we went to the Oklahoma city Memorial museum and we were just going through it and looking at all the displays. And there was, um, one of the interactive screens had touched on the ministry of presence. And there were chaplains that went to the bombing site of the Oklahoma city bombing back in 1995 and just 
just stood there and they were just there praying. They weren't there openly ministering or preaching to anybody. They weren't there getting in the way of anybody providing emergency services. They were simply there. There is power in presence and there is power in the presence of one who prays. And then another way that we get the op opportunity of being a better friend than we were yesterday is to allow the Lord to speak through us. The Lord gives encouragement to each of us to give to one another. There are so many times I know, um, like I'll use an example of yesterday. I had finally gotten the chance to just have some downtime and take a long shower after several days of travel, mom, doing the mom thing, being covered in spit up, all that jazz. And I felt the Lord literally bring up somebody in my spirit. And I, I just started to feel the way he feels for them. And he goes, tell her. And you know what happened? I was like, okay, I'll do it later. You know what? I forgot literally until this moment. So I will be texting them as soon as I'm done. I'm literally writing a note down right now to do so. But um, we get that opportunity and we need to be better about it. Pick up the phone, text the people, do the things that the Lord is telling you to do. Just be a good friend. And if you feel that you don't have those female friendships, this is one of those things that our church says, if you want to be a friend, if you want to have friends, you need to be a friend. You have to show up to the things to cultivate the relationships that you want. I hope this has encouraged you today. I know that I have had to grow through every single season in every single relationship in terms of God-given female friendships. There have been seasons where I have felt that the, this area of my life is thriving. And then there have been seasons of my life where I felt like not only I had dropped the ball, but those around me had dropped the ball as well. And this is something where we need to extend grace. We need to extend mercy because we are all human. We all have stuff pop up. We are all doing the best that we think we can do in that moment with the information and the circumstances that we have been given. But we don't have to stay in the season that we were in previously in terms of our female friendships. We can allow the Lord to really enrich this area of our life if we would just submit it and give it into his hands. So before you go today, I want to pray for you. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for the gift of friendship in our lives. I thank you for the females that you bring into each of our lives that enrich and just completely inspire us to be better, God. I thank you for the sweetness, the sweetness of these relationships, God. And I ask that you would give us an extra element of courage, I ask that you would bring extra courage into our lives to step out and to reach out to those that might not be connecting, that might not feel like they have a place to go. And Lord, highlight those people to us. Let us be a bridge to them so that they can feel your love, your grace, and your acceptance, God. Help us to be the friends that we know you created us to be. Help us to celebrate each other, no matter how it feels. Lord, help reveal areas of our lives where if something is happening for another friend and we feel comparison creeping up, help us, God, to identify that so that we would celebrate them and celebrate them genuinely and not just put on a front, God. I thank you that you lead us into new layers of friendship as seasons change, God. And I pray that throughout all of it, it might glorify you. We love you, God, and it's in your name that we pray. Amen. All right, guys, that is this week's podcast. I had full intentions of it being 10 minutes or less, but as y'all know, your girl is long-winded. So here you go. I am so thankful that y'all decided to join me and I invite you to join me over on my social as well. I don't really do anything over on TikTok anymore, 
but you can find me over on Instagram at, at Morgan Bartell. And then I also wanted to invite you guys to join me for the weekly devotional that has been released over on my website. You can visit bloomwildlylivesimply.com and sign up for that weekly devotional. Every single Thursday, you will receive a weekly devotional directly to your inbox that is 10 minutes or less to encourage you in your walk with the Lord and to help strengthen and deepen your Bible study habits. And so I just wanted to invite you guys to join me over there. But I will leave you guys with that. Until next time, thank you so much again for joining me and we will chat next week. Bye.